And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's the Plague Week 9 of the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's a comedian who will answer all your questions if you'll just be fast and let her get back to feeding her gators. It's Jackie Johnson. And she's a writer-performer who's taken up whittling as her new hobby. Next up is spitting and hollering. It's Allie Ward. Tone Zone is here, and he's wearing shoes because that's the Tone Zone promise to you. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying go ahead and fall all the way down. See the bottom. Then say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison. Hello, my little oatmeal cream pies. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon Patreon. by Jenny Gaylord. And if you were just inside my brain when I was choosing the carb, first of all, you'd be like, it's scary and insane in here and I want out. And secondly, you would know that I went through... So much backing and forthing regarding, because there was a lot of good submissions, but hey, people who sent in your good submissions, particularly one called a Springle Sprangle, which apparently is something from Trader Joe's, send that one in next week. But there was an issue. You know what? I'm not going to get into it. I'm, that's for next week's carb. Anyway, I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. All sorts of fun stuff there, uh, th- particularly this thing that you're listening to if you want to see all of us the video will be up on patreon uh and there's bonus episodes and blah 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 fun patreon.com slash alice rose and i would like to say hello to my guests i'm very very excited for this particular guest lineup because it is super fun jackie johnson hello welcome back i'm saying that to myself you welcome back (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, and now I know that you have a big exclusive for us and some other news as well. So I'm excited to get to that. Allie Ward. Hello. Hello. I'm just here to listen to Jackie's exclusives. I know we got an exclusive tease. And by that, I just mean on text, you told us you had a big exclusive. Well, here's the thing. She told us she had news and then she said, also, I have a big exclusive and like she told us news and then said she had an exclusive. And I spent some time trying to figure out, wait, is it? Did you just tell us the exclusive or is it additionally? I think it's additionally. Allie Ward, you have said that you are having the worst hair day of your life, which I see no evidence of. And we need to, a follow up on the whole situation with your like raw meat looking back from mm, last week. Right, right. You'll get one. You'll get I can't one. wait. So we got a lot. We got a lot to talk about. Um, we already, I feel like this needs to be a two parter already. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I already, I already don't have enough time. Uh, Tony Thaxton, hello. Hello. I neither have an exclusive, but I do have bad hair, and you can see more of mine than you can. <laughs> Need a haircut and real bad. I don't think you have bad hair, but today we're seeing like a different angle of your room. Yeah, I switched some things around since we last mm. recorded. So a classic spot. Classic quarantine maneuver. Yeah. Mm. Where's what that gold some, record know? now, huh? What's that? And yeah, say it again, Jackie. I said, where's that gold record now? It's, That's I, right. I, can, I get to stare at it this time. There's but guess enough. what? I see that that Alley Ward Emmy peeping. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh. Sorry, it's so shiny. <laughs> I'll get it out of the frame. 
Oh, and had you just set it down while you were cleaning it? Sitting? I was. I just, you know what? I do a lot of reps with it. I'm in fine physical form. And a lot of that is because I use my Emmy as a weight. How many yeah. Emmys do you have? Only one. I got a, I, I got a certificate for getting nominated mm. for a couple more. You know, I mean, we all have those. It's right. a daytime Emmy. Let's calm down. It's a daytime Emmy. Everyone knows it's like the B team. Uh, but um, those certificates, I think, ended up in the trunk of my old car, bent. I never framed it. What am I? No one, you know? Anyway, but yeah, it's it's for a children's show, daytime television. So yeah, let's calm down. I, mean, I think that makes it even cooler. Really? I'll take it. I'll take it. There's four of us here, among us, a gold record and an Emmy. <laughs> Jackie, and Jackie has three diplomas. Yep. And I won an obelisk from the Orange County Press Club, but I didn't put that in my frame. I need to go get it. Um, get it framed. Okay. Let's see. So I have lots of stuff to talk about, but I want to talk about your guys' stuff first. Tony, there's a thing you play to indicate an exclusive from Jackie. Tony Thaxton. <laughs> All right. Lay it on us. Okay. So this actually has something to do with the internet issue I'm having right now. Okay. So we're fleeing the coop. <gasps> to what? Wait, where are you going? We are fleeing the coop. We can't take it in this apartment anymore. Okay. What are you going to do? I thought you meant fleeing the coop like going to another. Actually, you know what? Right now, if you leave California, it wouldn't really affect me. Me. I'm thinking about how it's going to affect me. But in general, under normal times, if you're leaving California, that will affect me. You're not, though, right? I wouldn't say we're permanently leaving, but we are, are like, no, but we are getting out of California um, and not coming back for a while. Why are you going? Are you going to, where are you going? Texas? No, we're going to Delaware. Why? Okay, here's the deal. Listen, <laughs> we've been patiently waiting out this stay-at-home order. I've been following all the damn rules. We haven't come near another human being. You know, the two of us haven't talked to anyone. We obviously are completely clean of the coronavirus. Like, we are healthy people. We can't take it anymore, okay? So, our stay-at-home order is supposed to be lifted on the 15th of May. However, I've been reading it's going to be extended. To another three months. Yes, but we are leaving California. We have flights booked. We are fleeing to Delaware where there is a beach house empty sitting there. And we are going to live out the rest of the summer <laughs> there because of many reasons. Number one, I can't get an internet signal in this apartment. I can't keep up my podcasting career with this internet. Number two, between the two of us, one of us is always on a call, always on a Zoom, always recording a podcast, and it's like we have to ping pong back and forth because this apartment is so echoey, yeah, yeah. And there's no, there's no privacy. There's no, there's no walls. Literally, I can't take a shit. Because he's on the phone with this fucking congressman, and I'm not even joking. Like, it's getting pretty crazy in here. And I'm not lying. That really happened, okay? Like, this is what's going on in this damn open floor plan apartment. This is not my podcast of lot of questions, but I got to ask, the beach house empty? Pardon? Whose beach house? So his parents have a beach house that they are not going to right now so that we can have a place to get away. And we're going to quarantine there for weeks by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then if we end up not dying from the flight, (laughs) eventually his family can come join us. But it's it's just sitting there and I'll have 
I'll have rooms. Mm. I'll have multiple toilet options. Wow. I'll have a bathtub. <gasps> yeah, there's no bath here. Mm. And are you a bath person? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Allison, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a bath person. I've tr- I tried. I've tried so many times. And every time I get in, I'm like, this is cool for a minute. And then I'm like, I got to get out. I can't do it. But my sister is a bath person. I don't even think she would entertain living in a place without a bathtub. So I'm just saying, as a sister of someone like you, I get it. But also, I'm very, I mean, first of all, that's awesome. Congratulations. I'm jealous. I wish I had a beach house to escape to. Uh, another question, what is, like, is Delaware shut down? And then another question, I'm just going to pile them on. Um, I did, so the place you're in currently, I imagined it as big with a lot of rooms. It's not? No, I'm sorry. I'm shaking my head. (laughs) I mean, listen, it's technically a two bedroom, right? So the Mm -hmm. room I was just in is the second bedroom, but the doors are gone. So it's just sort of like an open office. So the only two other rooms are the bedroom, which I attempted to record in and have a little bit of a privacy, but y'all couldn't hear me because the internet doesn't work through the the cement walls. Right. And then the the bathroom, which I'm not going to record my podcast in the bathroom. So no, there's not a ton of space. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like the kitchen is right here. The, the TV is right here. It's gorgeous a beautiful place but it's just not conducive for two people trying to make their living within you know being within two feet of each other all day long like i said i can't take a shit without listening a congressman (laughs) hearing me flush Um, you know what i mean you're gonna go to the bathroom in such a luxurious manner when you arrive in delaware so when are you going Okay, so the stay-at-home order was in place until the 15th. We booked the tickets to leave on the 16th because I was like, I've been shaming everybody for not staying at home, right? <laughs> like, I've been shaming everybody. I'm like, get out of the poppy field. So Whitney Cummings, stop friggin' having guests on your podcast. Like, I've been the queen of the shame, okay? Mm-hmm. So the fact that I am now essentially breaking the order... I have a feeling there's going to be a little bit of a clapback, which is why I wanted to address it with the three of you. And I want y'all to give me your honest opinions. If y'all think I'm being an asshole, let me know. But here are my thoughts. Okay. We don't have it. It's pretty obvious that we don't have it. So I'm not risking giving anybody else it. I'm risking getting it by going on this flight, right? When Uh, we get to Delaware, we will be self-quarantining per the laws of the state. And we are literally not going to leave until we know we're safe. And then we might have, you know, interactions with other people, depending on what are the rules and what are the laws. But that's what I'm doing. And it's happening. We got to get the hell out of here, man. I think you're doing this in a very responsible way. I keep I mean, that's what I keep reading is people that I know in New York City who are fleeing and <clears throat> and like relocating, actually, which is kind of intense. Um, so, and so they're leaving a hotspot, which is a little different than what you're doing, but I feel like people all over the place are doing this right now. I've talked to so many people who have been flying and just not posting about it. Yeah. You know, I've been, I've done so much research. First of all, American Airlines is making everyone wear masks. Um, you know, they're doing the social distancing thing. Apparently because of the air filtration system in a plane, viruses are less likely to be in the air. I just heard this. That, well, this is what a friend of mine. Oh, I want to know Allie Ward's thoughts because she's really <laughs> smart. Yeah. So I would have assumed that on a plane, it's actually worse because it's, it's like recycled, recycled air. air. But a friend of mine who has been doing some flying said that the, because of the filtration, it's actually like there's less of a chance. So Allie is shaking her head. What do you think? I, I would doubt that just because um, because 
when this particular coronavirus is nebulized, which means when it's um, in really, really small droplets, it's 0.1 micron. It's like a millionth of a meter. And it's really, really tiny. My guess is airplane filtration systems are not able to filter it out better than a hospital. Cool, 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 tight, 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 cool, 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 tight, cool, tight, cool, tight. A couple things, a couple things. Number one, hell yeah to a beach house. If you have access to an empty house and it's in a remote area and it's better for your mental health and making your your living and you you can eat more fiber and you can (laughs) fart as loud as you want as many times, yes, I don't. I would not criticize you at all for that. You guys have to do what you have to do. And I think you're going about it in a really responsible way. Of everyone I know, Jackie, you have been the most uh, helpfully shameful of other people. You've been the most like, you're patty punctual. Like, even I've seen you at a far, far distance for Catherine's birthday to drop something off. And like, we didn't even get anywhere near each other. Like, you're, you've been really, you and Ben have been really, really on it. And so I think if you can get out there and quarantine for 14 days, do it. It's better for your mental health. And then you can have family support out there too. The one thing I would say though is um, the notion of I know I don't have it is unfortunately not something any of us can say unless you're getting tested literally day to day. Um, there, I was reading a report literally last night um, – I think I just said literally like five times in one sentence. But I, I feel like they were all twice. valid. I think I'm they were so valid, sorry. though. Okay. I, li- I think it was just literally L- twice. I literally said literally. <laughs> literally <laughs> twice. twice. Literally five times. <laughs> but um, I was reading a paper last night, and uh, the the guess on what percentage of people have coronavirus and are asymptomatic ranges between 5% and 85%. Yes. And I was yeah, like, that's what horrifying. is this study? That's what's horrifying. the point if you have numbers? It's like between 0 and 100% of people. And you're like, what's this? This <laughs> number means nothing to me. But um, but experts essentially have settled on 50% of people who have COVID-19 have no symptoms. And so it's just one of those that's things. That's so horrifying. Right. Which is um, – you know, and also they're not quite sure how much it's going to mutate and like they don't know exactly if you can get it twice. They're still kind of looking at data. I know. <laughs> it's really hard. It can't be overstated how much of a mind fuck and a life fuck this is. Like yeah. it's just it's one of the craziest things. My dad is 75 and he's been through like wars and traveled the country with a military. He's like, this is the craziest shit I've ever lived through. He has two types of cancer. He, and he's like, this is the wor- this is the worst. So it's tough. And it's and it's confusing and life is probably going to change a little bit. But if you can get the fuck out of Dodge and you can do it with a mask in an airport, wash your hands a lot. Everyone else who's who's on those planes is taking a risk and they know it. It's like, just get there, quarantine for 14 days and like live your life. And then let us know how the plane ride is because it seems like some planes, everyone's spaced out and then I'll see pictures where everyone's like crammed right next to each other. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious about that too um, because I'm like, well, we don't social distance so therefore we could sit next to each other. But Mm -hmm. but we actually, we're flying first class and again, that was a safety precaution. Nice. Um, Oh yeah, you got to do it for your health. Yeah. So, So we'll be sitting together 
together in those two. And then I'm very curious to know like what's going to happen involving the other people around us or whatever. But, you know, um, I've been trying to get Ben to, um, agree to us leaving for a long time, but you know, he was like, I want to follow the stay in home order, you know, and I agree. And I felt the same way, but literally I booked that ticket for the day after it ends. Cause I'm like, we, he finally was like, I, we can't do this anymore. He's like, you keep farting while I'm talking to congressmen. Like <laughs> I'm trying to sell my book here. I'm trying to like be a professional and I'm over here do? making friggin' puffin cereal with almond milk while he's talking to damn, you know, people who run these, you know, uh, voter rights initiatives and I'm, and I'm over here munching on my damn puffins. I will so, say, you know, who you needed to seek advice from is, um, is Matt Myra because he has never used an airplane bathroom and what? I cannot grasp this. He's been to Europe. He has never used an airplane bathroom. So does he use like adult diapers or something? <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't he must have astronaut diapers because you know i haven't peed before from like new york to la flights and i'm always like yes honey okay <laughs> like i was already planning i have a whole plan i'm like i'm not gonna drink water the whole day i'm oh gonna complete no because we our flight leaves at like 1 p.m i'm like i'm just gonna wake up and not drink water i'm not gonna drink oh. a damn drop yeah like surgery i sometimes can't even make it till we take off and i'm like if i don't pee now i'm not going to be able to pee the entire like throughout until they turn the seatbelt sign off so i better just go now mm -hmm. that's how much i pee but i think it's nervous it's like a nervous urge to pee i don't think i really need to often. i need to know tony's opinion because he's being real quiet and i just want to yeah. make sure he's not judging me oh, and I'm it's not, fine if you are I I, i'm i'm honestly i'm not at all i i more just i'm curious what your honest thoughts are on how how terrified are you of the actual flight are you like, i mean i'm not at no, all no a part of me also feels like we've already had it um yeah i think most of the people here you know listening slash the three of you know that like we both were tested for corona at one point um you know we were both experiencing a little symptoms and shit so Part of me is like, dude, did we have it? I mean, if Ali, what Ali said is true, I think a lot of people in LA had it. I mean, this is like one of the worst towns in the world with it or whatever. So like, maybe we had it. Maybe we're immune. I don't know. There's all these factors. Um, but I don't know. I'm not, I just, I, I think there's going to be some clapback about this, but I had to, I wanted to give you all the exclusive because it is happening as far as I can tell, unless like there's some crazy thing that happens in the next few days or they're like, nobody leave, whatever. We're going to follow the orders. I, first of all, I'm very excited for you. Um, I don't Hell think yeah. there's going to be clapback though, because I don't think people, I mean, I, we'll see, but I think this thing of like, we're really relocating because we're doing what's best for us. I don't know that people regard that in the same way they regard like, I hung out with my friends and right. I hugged them or what, you know? We're also like, we're not going on vacation. We're like relocating temporarily, which a lot of people did at the beginning. Like they yeah. fleed to their like summer homes. We just waited until the end to do that basically. Right. Yeah. I won't lie. I've I have had the thought, but uh, yeah, just the, the plane scares me a little bit. Were the flights Tony, uh, super expensive right now? No, or not at all. Because I know I they mean, got no. cheaper. They got really cheap at first, but then I didn't They're, know if that had changed because there's barely any flights right now. We're talking Groupon level price yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, I think I know the area in Delaware you'll be near because we've talked about this before. And I think that there's a lot of really good mushroom foraging there. <laughs> <laughs> 
in case that if they have social distance mushroom foraging i might have to check that out (laughs) it's really cute when you forage for mushrooms you have to use it a little basket because then the spores get through the wicker basket and then you help propagate more mushrooms so like what's cuter than romping through the forest with a basket full of mushrooms i mean like a little elf yeah just saying it's i you know I'll look I can't into wait it for these grams. I can't. I'm so glad that I'm. Well, on but that's the other Jackie thing. Johnson but, Patreon. But that's your close friend. Well, that's the other thing. I don't want to like flaunt it. I don't want to be like check me out on the beach, like you know, because I'm like I feel a little bit of feeling guilty about this. Like I'm fleeing the coop, man. <laughs> you know. So I'm like, yeah, I could be thirst trapping on the beach. I mean, their beaches are open. Their parks are open. So it's definitely a different mood than here. What right. is the point of being in LA right now? There's no point. I mean, well, two I of you are homeowners. A lot. I think I even I forget where I talked about it, but we are in, like I don't like I don't love LA. I really liked living on the East Coast. Um, I don't love LA. I love my life here, but oftentimes I think I there's many climates I would prefer to this one. Why am I here? And we're here because of our jobs, right? But but those this, are all on hold right now. Yeah, and I think what's happening now is proving to everyone that actually you can do your work remotely from pretty much anywhere. So this has been kind of, I mean, we're not going anywhere soon. We have no plans to go anywhere, but I think both Daniel and I are like at some point in our lives, let's live in a place that we really want to live. Like why, you know, I don't know. What about Tony and Allie? What do you think? Well, I mean, I, I, I just, released this week a a new corona episode. I hadn't done one in a month and a half. And so I just did an update. I talked to a virologist. I talked to a physician in New York. And so I just asked a lot of these, like, what's going to happen next? And, you know, they both said a lot of stay-at-home orders are being lifted, but we're still going to have to use social distancing. It's going to be a new way of living. Like one, the New York physician said, you know, before 9-11, I didn't take my shoes off before airplanes. Now I do. And it's kind of a routine. So I think that what we're getting toward is like this new phase. Mm -hmm. And the new phase is like a little bit like this shits for the long haul, you know? So I think it's like you waited till like the shelter in place and then you're, you're doing your long haul planned. So I think that that's, I think people are going to do that. You've got to get comfortable, like hunker down because it's not just going to be like, we're back in business, baby. Like phone parties. All my phone parties are canceled. All my orgies are canceled. Um, (laughs) You know, a lot of that. All of my oil wrestling is on hold until all of my phone party orgies are canceled. It's Mm -hmm. a bummer. It's a bummer. But we'll wait it out. That's all I'm saying. What do you think, Tony? Yeah, I, I, you know, I like I said, I'd considered going elsewhere, but really, at the end of the day, I'm like, where am I gonna go? Like, I where could, were you gonna go? I don't know. Like, it, it had crossed my mind. You got a beach house in Delaware? Or no, what? not like. <laughs> part of me was like, you know, just to like be not totally alone, but uh, like my parents' house or something. But like, at the end of the day. Uh, I, just, I don't know. Like, I don't really necessarily, for me personally, I'm not saying everyone, but for me personally, I don't know that there's like a benefit in going somewhere. And even though I can't really do anything here, I do genuinely love living in LA. So I, I don't want to go somewhere else. Like, I love, I different from Allison, like, I, I love, love the LA. Here. Yes. We love That's Tony. He's Am always singing that. <laughs> 
I've heard this song. Have I permitted you to have a difference of opinion from me? Ooh. <laughs> I feel challenged and, and I don't like it. There must have been something weird with our connection. Maybe you heard me <laughs> wrong. I, uh, yeah, sure. I feel like I heard you say, unlike Allison, which are two words that I, no, I mean, I like was, one of those words, yeah, but. There was, there was some weird. I'll, I'll listen to the episode back and you'll hear. <laughs> I'll, listen, I'll listen back yeah. be- before I react. <laughs> um, I think I mentioned last week that I have felt confused by the lifting of the restrictions because. Right. Um, there's nothing to indicate that, that it's safe enough to lift them. And I've recently had a change of opinion and it might have been as simple as someone tweeted me. And it's scary to think that, no, that just means I'm really open that I can read a tweet and be like, Oh, I'm changing how I look at this. But, um, I, instead of thinking that we were sheltering in place and on lockdown so that we don't die. We were sheltering in place and on lockdown so that our healthcare system didn't become overloaded. So now that we've flattened the curve in a way, maybe we can like resume a bit of our old life and we just have to all personally be careful. We don't catch it, which is very not comforting like at all, but it just gave me a paradigm shift. So now I understand a little more what's happening. I think what's also really huge is a lot of people don't think they have it because they don't feel sick. Mm-hmm. And those are the people who are spreading it. Yeah, are spreading it more. And so what you have to do is instead of thinking, ah, oh, I'm afraid to go to the store and catch it. I need a mask and gloves. You have to start thinking, I'm afraid of going to the store and, and giving it to someone. Seven people. Well, that's okay, what talk- I feel. That's my yeah. issue. I was like, you know, I don't want somebody getting it from me. That is that yeah. is my nightmare. Mm-hmm. And they can trace it like a screener that you copy onto uh, the internet. They'll trace it right back to you. They'll be like, this one came from Jackie Johnson. She just killed 17 old people. The Jackie Johnson strain yeah. hit mm-hmm. that plane. <laughs> Look at Delaware. There are different strains. There is one, the strain on the East Coast in Europe is called a G strain. And whenever I say it, it sounds I refuse to wear so those. much. Yeah. So much. Like I haven't worn one since this started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't worn one in so many years. I, I our refuse. Mutual, our mutual friend, Catherine Burns, tried to tell me most women, most of the time, wear thongs. And I was like, girl, you're in the dancer. No, room. I do. I wear them all the time, pretty much. Okay. Really? Tony, yeah. <laughs> I wanted, I told you ahead of time that. I was probably going to ask you to play gal chat because I have some <laughs> questions about highlighter and bronzer and stuff. But this is this is gal chat. Could you play gal chat, please? Gal chat. All right. I refuse to wear thongs. I don't like the feeling of something going up my butt. And f- a long time ago, I would hear women say things like, well, they're just going to go up your butt anyway. <laughs> and yes, occasionally I'll get a wedgie. I just pick it out. It's not an all the time occurrence. I feel like if your underwear is climbing up your butt, you're wearing the wrong size. Amen. Jackie, explain the wearing of thongs. Do you okay. actually find them comfortable? Um, I don't find them uncomfortable. Mm. Um, I think it's just, I really, I wear a lot of tight pants, you know, um, tight skirts, form fitting dresses, etc. And I hate a panty line. A sure. panty line can ruin the allure of a tight outfit quicker than the corona can ruin your vacation, honey. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not a fan. I wear thongs pretty much. If I'm wearing jeans, I'm wearing a thong. Okay. Oh. Now what about just not Sorry. wearing underwear? What do I look like? 
I'm a southern proper woman. I would never not do that, okay? I have but my own boundaries. I'm just wondering, as someone who has, I don't think, I think I owned one thong once. So I don't really have a great understanding of them. Like, what kind of protection or whatever underwear is supposed to do, which I guess is a question mark for me anyway, if it's a thong, is it still doing that? Yeah, I think so because I wear, first of all, I only wear cotton underwear, okay, pure cotton. So in terms of like just protection or keeping things from entering and exiting, whatever, they hold up great. What's entering and exiting? I don't know. <laughs> germs, molecules, air. Okay, so it's like, a ma- it's like a mask for your crotch. Well, listen, the front of the thong is the same size as yours. It's the back that yeah. isn't there. The front but is just as functional as a normal Somewhere between the front pair. and the back, it's getting real narrow and thongy. Yes, but my pussy's covered fine. Sorry to get graphic. That's okay. <laughs> but the pussy and the butt are really close. That's true, but... I don't know. I feel like we, normal, what do we want to call it? Normal full-backed underwear? <laughs> yeah. I feel that its it strip is just as thin, isn't okay. it? I don't know. I guess but it so. Doesn't ben is reaching for Ben is way. right in front of me reaching for <laughs> objects very quietly. See what I mean? He this can make he can with. make noise. We oh, like I don't to care. Hear life. Make all the noise you want. Yeah. What? Yes, we're recording. We don't care. Tell we him, keep it loose here, huh? Tell him to go take a shit. Yeah, go, yeah, take, a go shit. take a dump if you want. <laughs> I won't listen. We will. <laughs> that would be a good test. Hey, Ben, go take a shit, and I'll let you know if we hear it on the mic. Okay, thank you. And whether we um, hear it or not, I'll add some sound effects in post. Yeah, we, we, we will be hearing it. Uh, yeah, to Allie's point... But a regular full-backed underwear doesn't ride your anus in the same way. I don't have any issues with an anus ride. You must have a deep. You must have a deep. You must have a deep-set anus. Please, please make that a sound effect. <laughs> All right, Tony. Question for you. Hello. What's up? Allie's theory via Catherine Burns, who's been on my show, go find her episode. I don't think we talked about underwear, that most women wear thongs. You've seen women. (laughs) Have you found the vast majority to be wearing thongs? Uh, No, but I I mean, I've sure I've seen them, but uh, I wouldn't say regularly. Also, I don't know that I'm necessarily seeing tons of uh women in this way anyways but uh mm, interesting yeah, I've seen mr rockstar mr rockstar <laughs> you've toured, you've sure, toured the world toured yeah in a, in i a, like that that just is like an underwear buffet what gets thrown on the stage the most <laughs> who's yeah. gonna throw a full panty with a panty liner on stage can you imagine there's just like a little bit of spotting and like a oh, bad that definitely band. happens that definitely happens <laughs> that just means i want to wife you if you throw like some shitty underpants, not literally, but like your worst, like your laundry day underpants, then that means I want to settle down. But my thought, I have a, I have a small, like a squirrel nut stash of thongs that I've had to wear for, you know, whatever shoots and stuff. Like uh, if I'm on a shoot, I'll toss on a thong. The hanky panky makes some nice, not Cause too you're, uncomfortable. Cause you're worried about panty lines. Yeah, just because, you know, sometimes there'll be a walk shot and I'm walking away from camera. Miss Allie, Miss Allie yeah. Ward, you got a tight little bot on you. You're telling me you don't wear thongs when you wear jeans, like tight pants? No. 
<laughs> once my boyfriend said that <laughs> once I like was just wearing regular house underwear and tried on some <laughs> new uh some new jeans that came in my stitcher box or my stitch fix box and um which I pay for out of my pocket. I, they are advertisers, but I still pay for them. Um, and he said, I was like, what do you think of these pants? And he's like, I don't know. It kind of gives you a little bit of a diaper butt. And <laughs> it was just like I had like full figure underpants on. But I, but it's laundry day when I'm wearing a thong. If that's all I've got, then that's like the, um, that's like the couple of tissues before it runs out. You know, in a Kleenex box, those will be like amber tissues to let you know you're you're almost I like, just made that reference on another podcast. What? I can't, I think it was either Jimmy Part. It was either Never Not Ooh. Funny or Doug Loves Movies. That's so weird. I was I talked about the last Kleenexes or like adding machine tape. Yeah, very old reference. Yes. Yeah, that is what thongs are to me. Oh my That's god, like, you guys, you're almost at the end of your rope here, lady. I even have an, a little essay about this in my book, Tropical Attire Encouraged and Other Phrases That Scare Me, about running out of clean underwear, it being laundry day, so just not wearing any and feeling and walking the dog and feeling so free. I'm telling you guys, throw your thongs on a fire, go without underwear. I don't do it often. And it is not sanitary, but it's way more comfortable. <laughs> really? I, yeah, you wear no underwear with jeans? I have before, not in a long time. I haven't even worn jeans in a long time, but I have before. Yeah, that seems. I'm telling you, especially as a well, dude. they Just were they weren't super tight. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I feel you like know. I just have an unpredictable, an unpredictable. I have an unpredictable genital area. I just need protection <laughs> on it at all times. I don't mm. know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? You never know. You never of know. late, Our bodies are so. That's. Mine is becoming less predictable to me as I get older. Um, and it's weird. And I was going to tell you guys about something, but I feel like I might need to put a little palate cleanser in between that conversation <laughs> and this. So let's see. Tony, you said you had a super busy day. What did you do? <laughs> I love that you're changing the subject that hard of a hairpin turn. You're like, strap in, you guys. Like- Anyone like gelato here? <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, speaking of things that are wonderful, technology has improved just about everything. Phones, cars, shopping, yet mattresses have more or less been the same since the invention of sleep. We deserve better. And finally, the mattress has evolved thanks to Purple. The secret to Purple is the Purple Grid. It's a patented comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style. Purple is for everybody, no matter how you sleep. Purple is designed with over 2,800 open air channels and naturally temperature neutral gel. You will never sleep too hot or too cold. The Purple mattress is soft where you want it, firm where you need it, and comfortably cool all over. It's truly a mattress that does it all. Um, it's great. It is, uh, I, I have a little, a little sample grid, but it's not in front of me because Elliot's been playing with it, but it's like, so it's so cool. You can count on resting easy night after night, year after year, because the ultra durable purple grid won't sink or lose shape. Purple is so confident in what they do that every purple mattress comes with free shipping and returns and a risk free 100 night trial. Experience the next evolution of sleep. Go to purple.com slash best friend and use promo code best friend for a limited time. You'll get $150 off any purple mattress with order of 1500 or more. That's purple.com slash best friend promo code best friend 
purple.com slash best friend, promo code best friend for $150 off any mattress order of $1,500 or more. Terms apply. I also want to tell you about something that many of us here have used. I forget the total number, but it's Embark Dog DNA Breed and Health Kit. Um, Embark is like more comprehensive than any other test on the market. It can give you in more detail what your dog is. Um, with Wendy, we knew she was a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, but we did the Embark DNA test kit with her. And it's super, it's, it's easier than a DNA test kit for us. You just swap, it's just a cheek swab, sent it in. Um, and now, I am connected to a whole bunch of her relatives and it is so cool. And also it screens for all sorts of, um, of diseases that your dog might be genetically predisposed to. And it gives you really great information that you can tell their vet. Also, they tell you uh, like in human years, how old she, I know she's, she's about 41, uh, and what weight she should be. And she is closing in on her goal, you guys. Uh, and Chooch has it has done Embark as well, right? And you yes. found out more information than the other tests. Yes, it was so fun and helpful. And she has an aunt in Palo Alto that I oh, hope to visit. I oh love that. <laughs> I did it for Grammy. Then, oh, that's right. Yes. yes, and exclusive here. I found out that Grammy twenty two percent cocker spaniel. That is her <gasps> most dominant breed, and she has some cousins. Uh, because we got her at seven, we have no idea what her backstory is. No idea. So I am more invested in finding out her genealogy than I am my own. Yes. Tony, you got to do it for Moose. Look how pleased we all are. I know. I'm, no. I am a satisfied customer. I will go on record. It yeah, is a same. great service. Is Love there it. any right. sort of promo code perhaps I could use if so? <laughs> oh, funny you ask. Right now, Embark has an exclusive offer just for our listeners. Go to EmbarkVet.com now and use promo code BESTFRIEND to save 15% off your dog breed and health kit. Visit EmbarkVet.com and use promo code BESTFRIEND to save 15% today. EmbarkVet.com and use promo code BESTFRIEND. Okay. No lie. I used your code. That I is love fact. It. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Now, speaking of dogs, you got some chooch news too, right? <gasps> yes. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, Chooch was under the knife this morning, um, getting her teeth cleaned and removed, which is something that happens when dogs get a little older. And, uh, you know, Chooch is 10 and a half, and she had this done three years ago, and they pulled seven teeth, and it was the worst day of my life up until that point. I was sobbing. Oh. And, it, and and there's there's two reasons. One, it's sad when you watch your the loved ones start to age. You know, yeah. it's sad. And two, Chooch is so beautiful that I was just really concerned that aesthetically she was going to look different because her little smile is like <laughs> my favorite thing about her. And um, I was literally heaving, sobbing earlier to the point where I couldn't talk to the vet anymore, and Ben had to take over. Um, because I'm just like really sad and I don't want Choochie to look like a pirate. Uh, she's too beautiful for that. And I really, really did want them to pull canines because I didn't want her mouth shape to change. Mm-hmm. And so she braced me and then she was like, I'm going to remove a top canine, just one. So I'm just nervous. She's going to look different. And I'm, you know, it's just a sad reality that my, my dog that doesn't act her age at all is really getting older. And it's hard for me because I just, I love her so much, you know? 
And so she had to have eight teeth removed. Yes. Right? So now oh. she she only has nineteen teeth left, which yes is a lot, but um, and it's for the best, you know. Um, but it's it's hard, it, you know, because when you think of like losing teeth, you think of like an old person like gumming their applesauce, and Chuchi is young and vibrant. So thinking about her like not having teeth is just really hard. Yeah. yeah. Is she She's gonna, gonna, gonna have be a waggle okay. tongue? I hope to God no, because I, I told the vet and I said, I know you've probably heard crazier people than me, but my dog is gorgeous. She's a leading lady. She's like a Margot Robbie type. And (laughs) if you can imagine Margot Robbie's tongue hanging out of her mouth, it would totally throw off her brand. And I was like, she's too gorgeous for that. So I would, and that's why I was like, I would, I want you to call me and let me know if you like have to remove one of the canines. But she said it's only bottom canines. So when she told me that they're taking the top one, she was like, I'm pretty sure her tongue won't hang out. If it does, it'll only be a little bit. And it just, I was sobbing because I'm like, I don't want her tongue to hang out at all. She's gorgeous. Imagine if Margot Robbie's tongue hung out. She'd still be hot and she'd still be Margot Robbie on the inside. And also, I mean, in terms of Instagram ability, you know, maybe it'll make her followers go up, I guess. I mean, dogs with tongues out, hot commodity on the gram, on the grid. Though I feel like dogs with tongues out get snapped up quicker from rescues. We all know they're just, they're the dog emoji. Yeah, look at Mamrie Hart's dog. But I mean, a completely different, that's not a Margot Robbie dog. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. You know, Bean's heart, bless her. She's a, she's a gem, but she's more of a character actress. You know what I mean? Like, and that's a mood and you can make a lot of money and have a great career. But Chuchi is like a Jennifer Lawrence. Chuchi is a leading lady and it's just going to really throw off her brand and her aesthetic. I mean, the vet even said like, I follow Chuchi on Instagram. I understand. (laughs) And I was like, so you know what I'm dealing with here? Right. I was going to ask what was the vet's reaction, but now I know. I was literally sobbing and saying Chuchi's going to look like a pirate and Ben had to take the phone from me. And then he was like, and I was like trying to explain because, okay, so like Chuchi has her front teeth and her bottom front teeth. There's only one on the top and bottom left. Mm. And I was trying to find out which one of the top did she save? Is it the one in the middle? Because if so, she's going to look like an idiot. If it's one on the side, it might be okay. So I was like, is it the, is it the middle? Is it in the middle? Is it in the middle by itself? But I, she couldn't understand me because I was crying too much. <laughs> I have a silly, I have a silly question. Oh my God. How frequently do you see her teeth? Every day. When you, but like when you brush them, but when she's just like being chooch, are you seeing them a lot? I mean, if you go to her Instagram, does at she have hello, a toothy smile? At hello, I'm the chooch. Choochy shows her teeth pretty often. Okay. And her little teeth, you know, they, she has an underbite. She had an underbite. You know, her, her wedding portrait is the background of my computer. It's like her wearing her flower crown with all her pink ribbons behind her and her little underbite is out. But when they pulled her teeth three years ago, they pulled all the little middle teeth from the bottom out. Mm. So she just has those canines. Um, and I had to get used to that little gap. But I was like, the gap is cute. I'm used to the gap now. And now she's going to have the gap on the top as well. She's You're going to get used to it. You're going to get used to it. You love her so much. You're going to get used to it. She's gonna, she gets cuter every day. Mm-hmm. Do, you think, do you think that she was upset when you had Invisalign? I don't think she gave a shit. <laughs> you imagine if she's like, I just see her walking around with those aligners and I just think, 
Jackie is gorgeous, and now she's got these aligners on, and her smile's different. Imagine if Chuchi was like so sad about it. <laughs> I mean, that's a really good point. I just, I just hope her mouth shape isn't isn't changed. You know, right. like sometimes when cats lose all their teeth, their mouth like, yeah, puckers. And then they become so pictures on like happy birthday greeting cards. That's what I'm saying. We don't want Chuchi to be like an ironic follow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a concern. It's a concern. She's going to be good. You said 19 she still has? Lost yes. She still has 19? Many. Yeah. She's How many good. teeth I, do dogs have? Uh, they probably have nineteen plus eight plus seven because that's how many teeth she's had pulled now. <laughs> would be my guess. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm not a math 30, person. 30, yeah, thirty-four. You have an yeah, Emmy. Tell right. us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have an Emmy in math. <clears throat> I think it's thirty. Right. I have an Emmy in yeah in mathematics exactly. And um, now my gal chat. Oh, did I? Did, were you saying something, Ellie? No, just probably something about how I can't add anything and my brain's broken. But you just That's did all. that. But you did do the math. Um, okay, and now my gal chat question. Tony, let's hear it again. Gal chat. It's for Jackie. Allie, you can weigh in. Tony, if you have knowledge, you can weigh in too. Unlikely. I have mentioned that I have been experimenting a little bit with highlighter and with just various stuff on my face. Um, what order do you go in with the contour blush highlighter okay i start with like a foundation and then i do concealer then i would do bronzer then i would do blush i do highlighter absolutely last right i'm doing it last but i guess my question is the bronzer blush which goes first i feel like you could go either way so i I, the reason i say bronzer is because a lot of people put bronzer on other places besides their cheek Right. A lot of people will do forehead. Um, sometimes if you want to get crazy, you could do some nose stuff. So blush, you just do cheek. So right. that's why like the, the bronzer should go right uh, after the foundation because it sort of adds to the foundation. And then the blush can help blend the, uh, the bronzer as well. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. What about you, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's your, <clears throat> what order do you do? Do you put your thong on first and then do your bronzer? <laughs> I sometimes, you know, it just depends. Depends on the day of the week, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tried to do uh, like a little bit of contour just to see what it was all about. Because I had my, I got some blush that came with some, and I just looked like I had been gardening mm-hmm. and got a little on my face. It can definitely um, appear dirt like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I'm never using that side of the blush again, and it's yeah. been probably you, two years. It's hard to get the right shade of bronzer. Yeah. A lot of them are way too orange, and okay. then a lot of them are also a little bit too dirt colored. So it's very you got to toe the line to find the one because you want it to just sort of look sun kissed, like a little like oh we just got back from Puerto Rico, you know, like a little like your natural tone and color, but just a little deeper is kind of what you want to do, and it's not easy to achieve that, especially like ordering online. Oh, yeah, I don't know what, what I'm doing at all. But that's helpful. That's good to know. I, I guess how many sheet masks I've done since <gasps> quarantine started? How many? Do you Zero? have any? How many have you done, Jackie? Um, I've, I've done a good it. amount. I've done a good amount. Ben loves them. He does them all the time. I have done one once, and um, I found it cold and slimy. <laughs> then you did it mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You did it right. I did I didn't feel like, oh, I'm luxuriating. 
That's that's literally the second time I've used that word. Because I I think I said that Jackie was going to take a, oh, maybe I used luxurious before, a luxurious shit when she got to (laughs) Delaware. You better believe it. Just the most indulgent bowel movement. I cannot wait. Um, Mm. Um, but, I've done none. I've done none. Okay. That's, I, I have a shelf of them in my refrigerator. and uh, Oh, my God. It's going to make it colder. Which I thought would be good. And I just haven't gotten around to doing any. And I'm very, very bad at doing that. I always think I could do one now. And then I think, what if I have to tilt my head down? Yeah. And it, and it falls off like a mucus pancake. And so I just haven't gotten around to it. But but this is inspiring. I'm, today. Today's well, here, the day. Here's what I'll say. They go bad. And I have had to throw out a lot of them and it was really sad. And I was like, I cannot believe I let all these really nice sheet masks expire. So just try to get into the habit of doing one, you know, once a week. I do them usually at night when I'm done out of the shower because it's like my skin is clean. You know, your skin can absorb a lot of that essence. And then I don't even do skincare. I'll just go to bed, you know, and I know you love an easy night routine, you know. You just have to sit there with it on though, right? You can't really move around, right? I mean, they're best for like watching a TV or like getting in bed, you know, yeah. Racquetball tournaments. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) And what does it do for you? Well, I had on two women on Natch Butte that are um, skincare chemists. And one of the questions I asked them was, are sheet masks bullshit? Mm. And they said, yes, they said they are essentially just super soaking your face temporarily. So they are not going to like do anything other than just give you a little surge of moisture temporarily. So just go in knowing it is just kind of a relaxing experience. It's not going to really benefit your skin. And, and so that's why they're really not for everybody. Um, and then they also said, if you pay over like $5 for one, you're getting scammed. (laughs) You know what I want to do skincare wise? So I forget if it was with you guys or where I, I've mentioned it now in a few different places. I, because I, because we're putting childish on YouTube and I've just started becoming a little more YouTube-y. I've been like uh, posting more to YouTube. And so I've been spending a little more time on YouTube because I used to post stuff on YouTube. And then it's like, I'm, it's like I, if someone were starting a podcast now and they're like trying to learn about it. So I'm just trying to get a little more aware of what's going on on YouTube. And, um, I don't know how I discovered this woman who was very popular among the older women set. Her name is Angie of hot and flashy. And it's like beauty tips for your hot flash years. Um, it's, which is not me yet, but I'm headed there eventually. But anyway, we all, we all this is true. We all are if God lucky. willing. That's right. That's right. right. Um, go. And so she has been using Retin-A for years and feels like it's made a huge difference in her skin. And so I've never used Retin-A, but I feel like maybe I should be using it. It seems to be like a wonder cream for her face. I know it's been around forever, but Jackie, Retin-A thoughts? Okay. So I have had a dermatologist on Nash Butte, um, actually a physician assistant, but she said every answer I said, what about this skincare need? What about this skincare need? You know, I want my wrinkles gone. I want the spots to be lifted. I want more supple skin. She said, retin-A, retin-A, retin-A every time. Mm. Um, I personally have bailed on trying to get a retin-A in my regimen multiple times. And during the quarantine, I recommended to my Nashville listeners, this is the perfect time to do it because a lot of people do experience an initial purge. 
And you also can really experience a bad flaking mm-hmm. at the first and redness. And that's why I always say it's not really good to start in the summer because it is very photosensitive. So you have to like really be careful with your sunscreen and you have to be reapplying and whatever. Um, so, but everyone says that. I mean, when I finished my Accutane treatment, I was 22 years old. My dermatologist gave me a retin-A prescription. She said, if you do this, you're never going to see me again. You're going to look 22 for the rest of your life. But I didn't do it because I got such bad reaction. Now, you can do it very slowly and not do that much and do all these things like wash your face and wait 30 minutes and then apply it because all the water will be out of your face and it won't absorb. There's all these things you can do to not flake. Yeah, Um, my lady Angie... (laughs) Yeah, I can't. Call her. I think she started with like a very weak prescription, and mm-hmm. then after a couple of years, stepped it up. Yeah, and you could do like once every week, and then twice a week, and bump up. I mean, Ben's been doing it because I gave him mine, and I was like, "Do you want to do it?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'll do the purge," you know, because um, he's he has um, he still deals with like oil, um, and he's been really liking the results. You just have to. There's if you get it, watch a lot of videos right. and 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 read a lot of articles because you could overdo it and fuck your face up. Yeah. It's it's harsh shit. It really is. But apparently it is really, really beneficial. So your react the reaction you had, Jackie, was irritation? Yeah, you just flake. So what it does is it just like really makes your cell turn over fast. Mm-hmm. Um and so initially you will experience a lot of dryness and a lot of flaking. I'm talking like you see the cracks in your skin and red, and a lot of people do experience a purge as well, meaning like a breakout. Right. Um, but if you again, if nobody sees you, it's like what's you this is a good time to do it. You just have to be very careful with the sun. That's why I recommend starting it sort of in the fall. Mm -hmm. Um, But now in LA, it's sunny as shit. So, you know. What am I supposed to do here? Yeah. (laughs) Are you saying I should get curtains in my house? Oh, Allie, there are, they do have things. They're called window treatments. And if the sun is coming in, yeah, no, you can get, there's like, have you heard of shutters? It's with T, with a T, not a D. There's shutters. There's, um, I mean, you could just put tinfoil up. That's like a real okay. DIY thing. Yeah. No, you what should, like you should a, get something. A sheet and some thumbtacks. I actually did yeah. call three day blinds. They're closed because of COVID. So my window treatment plan is put on hold. But you guys, it sounds like false advertising I, to me. Can I show you what <laughs> yeah. I purchased? Yes. I have them right near me. So I'm going to show you. Please. I purchased these for the home. So, so some sunglasses for the Whoa, house. Whoa, who's that cool guy? Oh, this cool guy. That's your, your who's uncle that cool Allie. dude. I those are cool. I purchased some non-prescription glasses that uh, are photosensitive, so that I can work in my office and just have glasses that turn darker when I need them. That is how badly I need some drapes in this house. Is this oh. badly enough to wear sunglasses inside? Like your weird cool uncle. I have a question. Yeah. So these are, when it's not sunny, these are just clear frames. Yeah. And then they turn dark. Yeah. Why not just put on sunglasses when you need them? Is that like, you just don't want to interrupt your flow? I don't want to interrupt my flow. I have a certain vibe. And then also I come in the kitchen, maybe where it's not so bright. I'm just wearing nerd glasses. You know, I don't have to even take them off. It's really funny though, because I was wearing them. And then I took them off and immediately panicked because I'm so used to wearing prescription glasses that I was like, what am I going to do now? Ah, and then I was like, oh, I can still see. Weird. This must be what people who have LASIK who wear fake glasses feel like. Um, but yeah, so that's – this is my um, – this is my Wait, because you have until- your – because you have your contacts in? Yeah, I have contacts in. Got it. But um, but yeah, this is my fix until I can get 
some goddamn window treatments in here is indoor sunglasses. And then I'm just burning my face and getting probably a lot of sun damage. I'm I'm actually happy to know that you, I mean, I'm not happy to know that you're encountering difficulty with the blind situation. However, we have a couple doors, windows, French doors that need blinds. And Daniel has been saying like, call either three day blinds or whoever. And I just haven't. But now I can tell him that I couldn't even if I wanted to. Tell him you called them weeks ago. Just piggyback on mine because I did. I just would tell him I've been calling them for weeks, Daniel. Yeah. Off my back. I, for- I neglected to mention, but I've been calling yes. them every day. Every even day. Though, even though weeks ago I got my answer, but yeah, <laughs> I'm just calling to see what's number. I've called changed. So much. But like um, an electrician or a plumber, they'll come out. I guess they don't think blinds are as essential. Yeah, perhaps it's not essential. Can I tell you guys about my quarantine hobby that I've gotten better at? Whittling? Yes. But f- wait, wait. Tell us about that in a second, because first, I need to talk about Ancestry DNA. I love this. I didn't really know. You know, I think I've mentioned before the sort of uh, my back. I had a general sense of my background, but there were a lot of things that my this is a whole topic for another story. I mean, another time. But um, I, I have been told some things about who I am and about my background that I found out many years ago weren't true. Uh, my dad was had fibbed a bit. Um, and then via Ancestry DNA, I was able to find out for real, like what my background is. And it is, I just love the service. I get emailed family tree hints, which is when people on your family tree, when their name pops up on various record searches, because they have a, a, a very like robust database that's constantly being added to. And I, am now connected to a whole bunch of cousins that I didn't know I had. Ancestry DNA can reveal ethnic origins and provide historical details that bring unique family stories to life. Ancestry DNA doesn't just tell you which countries you're from, but also can pinpoint the specific regions which within them, giving you insightful geographic detail about your history. Trace the paths of your recent ancestors and learn how and why your family moved from place to place around the world. No other DNA test delivers such a unique interactive experience. It's easy to start making discoveries with Ancestry. Grab an Ancestry DNA kit and start a free trial to amplify your discoveries with Ancestry's billions of records. Start exploring your family story today. Head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash best friend to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's Ancestry.com slash best friend. Again, Ancestry.com slash best friend. Okay. Allie. Yes. Your hobby. Please tell us. I, I mentioned that I've been whittling. Yeah, right? you cut your thumb. Yeah, so much that I passed out on the yeah. couch five minutes into my first whittling session. I just wanted to update you. I took up the knife again. Oh, my God. I got back in that saddle. I made a spoon. I and am I, so in awe. Well, thank you. It took a lot of work. I didn't get cut again because I got gloves, so I couldn't cut myself like Smart. a little dumb baby. And – uh. I originally started shaping the spoon handle to have kind of a wavy tail, and I realized it looked absolutely identical to a sperm. And I was <laughs> so <laughs> perturbed by that. I was a like, sperm I spoon. sperm spoon. That's not what I want. So um, I did a little more whittling. I watched some YouTube videos. I just had the – I just kicked back. I forget. I ate some dinner, and I watched some whittling YouTube videos, and wow. There, but here's the thing about whittling. If you like 
um, like pimple popping videos or those mm. like cathartic videos where you watch someone steam clean um, upholstery, those kinds of things. Whittling offers the same weird catharsis and relief every cut you make. Because you make a little cut and then you're like, ha, that was a good one. And you just over and over again. And like you're carving out a bowl of a spoon. I mean, it's like, so symmetrical. It's, yeah. I mean, I, I did a little work. This is only my first spoon, you guys. But and then I'm just do you saying, sand it? Yeah, you can sand it a little bit. I'm not done with it. But I will say that um, it really does feel like watching zits get popped every time you make a whittle. Are so you going to start whittling things for us? Because I would love for you to whittle me a thong. I'm going to whittle you an entire pussy hammock out of birch. <laughs> and I would so like welcome. you to, to whittle me some full-bottomed comfy panties. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you an anal rider <laughs> engraved, <laughs> signed for your Delaware beach house. Um, anus rides, 69 cents. <laughs> Jackie Johnson. Um, no, if you're in my life, you're going to get a hand-whittled spoon. Where That's did what's you gonna get happen. Your whittling tools. Like off of dumb Amazon for like 30 bucks. And then you can just use whatever wood you find or you can get wood off the internet. It's just, it keeps you off your phones. And if you don't open up a vein and pass out, it's a great time. And do you cut away from you, away from yourself? Well, I wasn't. Hence, oh. I was hemorrhaging. But I learned this cut where you use both thumbs. And you push the knife away from you with both thumbs. It is just, I'll send you guys a video because honestly, it really does feel like I used to watch videos of people expressing mango worms out of dogs, which is disgusting. They're like, like out of their living, butt? No, they're these living maggots that get under dog skin. Ugh. And there's just like, there's vets that are like, help out the dogs by getting them out. And it is the most disgusting. Have you ever seen a bot fly get expressed out of someone? Uh, oh, no. it's disgusting. You're alley warding us so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. it's, of course we haven't seen that. So <laughs> cathartic <laughs> about watching a maggot get expressed out of skin. And the dogs feel so much better afterward. And it's like that. But with wood. <laughs> now that you've grossed us all out, you've Sorry. reminded me. No, no, no. It's Okay. Um, we need an update on your back and I must share with Jackie that, uh, so for Mother's Day, I posted this photo of me looking super miserable in labor mm -hmm. and then she posted a photo <clears throat> of her, like one of those newborn photos, like holding her tiny baby and her husband's in it. And it looks like she's wearing makeup. And she said that she's not wearing makeup. It's that she had two black eyes from labor. And once I found that out, I kept looking at it, looking at like, yeah, her eyelids are all like yellow and maroon, but it looks like makeup, but it's not. And I, I had that same, like, I feel weak and repulsed sort of mm. like looking at Allie's back. No offense, but I, and I purposely didn't tag you in it, Jackie, because I suspected you would have the same reaction I did. And I was trying to be kind. I mean, I need to know how that happened. How do you get black eyes from giving birth? From, from pushing. Birth. Yeah. Like from <sighs> pushing so hard that it like popped the, I know. Oh, so, Allie, give us an update on your, you did, is it gua sha? Some yeah, sort of, it's like spooning. some, yeah, some sort of, uh, Ooh, can you use your new whittle spoon on your back? <laughs> I probably could, Jackie Michelle. And I appreciate you realizing that because I just, I, two for one over here, you guys. I can feel some kind of Eastern sugar. medicine thing where you put oil on your back and then you rub it with a spoon and, and you claim right. it doesn't hurt, but then it leaves your back totally bruised or it red. Feels 
it feels the same way when someone gives you a good massage and you're like, ah, right there, right there. And then uh, blood comes to the surface, typically where you have more knots. And then like uh, Jared did it on me like a week later and not as much blood <gasps> came to the surface. It you did cool. it again. Yes. I was like, give me more. And uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Are they, are they pushing, <clears throat> excuse me, really hard with the spoon? Like why? I'm wondering why it feels like a deep tissue mas- massage. It's um, you put oil on, on your back and then you have some oil on the spoon and you just kind of like do these like um almost like if you were scraping uh let's say you a had bot to fly out of someone's butt exactly <laughs> or let's say that you somehow found yourself on the wrong side of an oatmeal explosion and someone was helping you just get it off of your skin it's like that and it feels crunchy like you hear like it's gnarly uh, i liked wow. it i it feel like great. you have to push hard to get oatmeal off yeah but not too hard. Do you know? No, what I mean? you just get in the damn shower with some soap, you freaks. Well, yeah. I'm just saying with the same force and uh, and intention. If I think it feels great, it just feels like it gets it breaks up knots. But yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? We're locked in the house. We can't go to a massage parlor. I do have a massage chair, but um, yes, yeah, so you just try you try new things. We wash the dog today you washed the dog yeah Yeah, wendy hasn't had a bath in so long what about chooch and moose no we've been giving her baths we actually gave her a really bad covid haircut as well oh Oh, you did yeah she's gotten shaved down can i ask a question dog owners who have not huge dogs do you wash your dogs in the kitchen sink and then just clean it or do you wash the dog in the bathtub or only outside where do people wash their dogs i have done both when I do it, I like to do – I feel like the sink is easier because it's higher because bending over in the bathtub is hard. However, uh, we typically do the bathtub with Wendy just based on how big she is. It's just – she's just a little big for the sink, I guess. Um, I do I do yeah. usually – we don't have a bath. So she does shower, but we do have like a nozzle that you can take down. So mm-hmm. I usually do shower – um, but I have given her, if it's just her butt, like if she gets like poop on her butt, I'll do it in the kitchen sink and I just bleach the sink afterwards. Smart. Sorry. She knows that we're talking about her. Hold on. Um, we wash her in, we haven't washed her in the sink, even though the sink is Grammy size. Cause I was like, is that gross? And so we washed her in the bathtub. But today I'll tell you, we just got buck naked in the shower and brought her into the shower. We both had to shower anyway. We both just worked out, and then we're like, well, the dog needs a shower. Let's all three just get it. Make it a family affair. Yeah. Adam, Eve, and the snake all in the snake. Did she like that? Because that does seem like the easiest way. Like, I've always wished my kids would just come into the shower with me because that would be the easiest way to bathe them, them too. Like, all the entire family, dog, and kids. Yeah. I think she dug it. I think that she was like, well, if this shit's happening to you, I can't complain too much. She's like, mm. we're all going through this together and it's the worst thing that's ever happened. We're freezing. <laughs> there's water coming from the sky. It's the worst. It's really the wor- one of the worst things that ever happens. And then when you blow dry her, she's like, I can't believe this is happening to me. The <laughs> only way I can get through this is with a small piece of cheese over and over again. <laughs> and then, yeah, so after her spa treatment, she has to get consult. But we just took her... Just bare ass naked in the shower. I do think washing a dog outside is, I feel like, I feel so silly that I, that never even occurred. Well, we haven't always had access to a hose in a backyard, but I feel like that would be an easy, good idea. That's very Americana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a golden retriever mm-hmm. and like a 
Norman and then you spray the kids and they laugh and yeah we all go vote (laughs) (laughs) you guys this has been super duper fun thank you for joining me on the show um oh I have got to say hello to my new Patreon people. Again, I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. This uh, episode, the video of it, and I haven't I haven't decided if I'm going to leave in 100% of everything or if I'm going to cut out some stuff where I, I might have should. made a few mistakes. I think I should leave the whole... Yeah, that's leave what... It, yeah. That's what this is what for. the people pay for, sweetie. Yeah, yes. watch mm-hmm. me making mistakes that you won't hear in the audio version of this. Uh, and uh, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I'd like to say hello to my new Patreon people, Kelly, Bob, Sarah, and Kathy. Hello and welcome. And Kelly reached out to me and was like, hey, could you say hi to me? Um, I feel silly reaching out, but like my son and I are super into your show and we listen every week and i i missed her somehow so listen if you have signed up for patreon and i i'm i missed you and you need me to say hi to you that is a service i'm providing patreon.com slash allison rosen listen to my other podcast childish um oh and i'm on cameo cameo.com slash allison rosen buy my book follow me on social media at allison rosen everywhere and if you like what you're hearing please subscribe tell a friend um leave a review that helps out the show so much ali ward where can we find you? Oh, at Ologies. At Ologies on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Allie Ward with one L on both. And this week's episode is a Corona-sode. So if you need updates on what the hell is going on with this COVID sitch, um, just head on over to Ologies, the pododcast. And mm-hmm. oh. you're in a, you do the voice of a Kroger ad, right? Oh, yeah. Because I keep seeing so- tweets asking... Is I don't know why me? I'm in these tweets, but I don't. I, I don't know, but I uh, someone who uh, works for Kroger listens to Ologies, and they were like, "You know what? We need a voice like like her." So I was like, "Okay, that's and, so um, great." Yeah, and then uh, Hundred Humans on Netflix and some other wonderful stuff. Jackie Johnson. I've always wanted to be the voice of Kroger. Well, <laughs> let me tell you, it's a wild they made ride. a good choice. They made a good choice. Thank um, you. Well, I'm here, and um, you, you can listen to Nash Butte, which is a beauty podcast. And uh, there's not a ton of beauty going on right now, but I am putting out episodes. And if not, there's a great back catalog, sweetie. Listen up. This month, we're doing Natch from the Past. I'm releasing all this content that has previously been behind a paywall on Stitcher Premium. They have unleashed it onto me after a year and a half. So. I, you can hear all kinds of crazy shit because I went really hard. So, um, because I was like, no one's going to hear this, <laughs> but now everyone is. So check an attribute out new ups every Thursday. You can follow me at Jackie Michelle Johnson on Instagram and Twitter is Jackie underscore Michelle. When your name's Jackie Johnson, everything's taken, including the lady, um, who's the, um, that horrible lady. Um, I keep getting Google alerts right now because there's another Jackie Johnson in the news and she's ruining my life, but she sucks. So. There was a whole big kerfuffle with Allison Roman. Did you guys guys see that? I was getting so many tweets. It was weirdly like exhilarating because I was getting hate directed my way, but I knew it wasn't for me. So it was like being, it was like wearing a condom. But if, but if people liked that, Tony, where do we find you? Uh, I'm at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. My podcast is Bizarre Albums. This week's episode is a live episode that I recorded in Minneapolis a few months ago. Wonderful. You guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. 
Rosen is your new best friend. 